Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and it's great to have you with me today. Happy, happy Monday to you, or whatever day you're listening. Hope you're having a good one today. And uh, so excited that you are with me for episode 93 of Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives, our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of Jesus while living, leading, and overcoming the everyday challenges that we face in life. Hey, I'm so glad you're with me. Don't forget to check out LanceBain.com. There you can find a lot more resources. You can find today's handwritten show notes for episode number 93. On the homepage, just click podcast, then click the Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives icon, and there you'll look for episode number 93. Click that and you'll find the show notes as well as a short description for today's podcast. Hey, I'm really glad you're with me. We're going to start a new talk this week on leadership maxims, leadership maxims, and we'll probably do this two or three weeks, and I just want to share with you some short uh, statements and expound on those statements around the topic of leadership and why I think these uh, maxims are important. One of the things that I've learned in leading in a volunteer-based organization for over 25 years is that the more influence you have, regardless of wherever it is you're leading, maybe you're a manager or uh, just a person on a team, uh, maybe you're making sales calls or doing something else, if you have influence, and the more influence you get, and the more freedom you obtain, the more important it is that we be a self-governing leader. I've learned that the more influence and freedom we obtain, the more we must be a self-governing leader. We've got to be able to tell ourselves what to do. And by self-governing, what I really mean is a lifestyle that expresses self-control. If you've been listening for very long to this podcast, you know that I'm a person of faith. I have a relationship with Jesus and and uh, seek to do my best to follow him and his teachings. And one of the things we learn in the teachings of the New Testament is that when you have a relationship with Jesus, that the Holy Spirit then gives you access to self-control. And self-control is the ability to tell yourself what to do that is healthy and right and integrous and actually do that. And so in leadership, a lot of times we have tremendous amounts of influence or, or freedom on how we manage our time, the way we leverage our influence with others. Therefore, it's critical that we be a healthy, self-governing individual. And that's why leadership maxims can help us know how to steer the ship of our freedom and our influence. So here's a few thoughts I just want you to consider, a few thoughts and questions I would love for you to consider, and then we're going to jump in, and I'm going to share with you today two maxims. So thoughts and questions to consider. What voices are you allowing to influence you? What voices are you allowing to influence you? This is such an important question, I believe, for leaders because great leaders are still being led. They're not at the top of, of their game. Great leaders are always learning, always growing, always um, coming with a humble heart and a teachable attitude. And so leaders are being influenced. Highest level leaders are being influenced. Even if you think about presidents or prime ministers or kings or queens, they're usually surrounded by advisors. 
And so who are those folks that you are allowing to influence you? Characters and athletes and leaders and podcasters and um, politicians or maybe your neighbor or family member. It's important to understand really what voices are you allowing to influence you. Second question is if your life was a boardroom, who sits at the board table of your life and why? If your life was a boardroom, who sits at the board table and why? I remember one time I had this question in front of me and I actually sat down and drew a board table on a, on a piece of paper. I drew it out and I wrote the names on the board seats of my board table and I, and I answered the question why I wanted them there. This really gets into the first question about who's influencing you, but I want you to think about why these people are influencing you. Why do you allow them or invite them to sit at the board table of your life and your heart? Here's a thought to consider. The tests that God sends to us are to determine if we are to go into a new place of intimacy and authority with Jesus. As a leader, you face these tests, and so maxims are meant to help us know how to steer the ship of our leadership, our influence, our freedom. These maxims are meant to help us understand who's sitting at the board table of our life, who is influencing us, and in the tests that we experience, these tests are there to determine, can we go effectively with high quality character and integrity, with competency and charisma? With collaboration and humility, can we go into a new place of intimacy and authority with Jesus? And here's a third question I would ask you to, to think about. Who is helping you discover your voice? Who is helping you discover your voice? And by voice, I mean your values, your uh, confidence, uh, your life message, your passions, those things you weep over, why do you weep over them? Dig deeper than just the surface of a thing. You'll often find underneath of it there are values and convictions. There are core principles that are really the fiber of the very of who you your very being, of who you very, who you really are. And if you can help have someone help you discover your voice, this will really boost your confidence. It will clarify the kind of things that really matter to you. And why is that important? Why is that important? Well, because you're a leader. You have a platform and you have influence and you got to know in what way am I influencing? In what way am I leading? In what way am I building others? So what voices are you allowing to influencing you? Who sits at the boardroom of your heart, that board table? What tests are you facing that are going to determine if you're going into a new place of intimacy and authority with Jesus? And who is helping you discover your voice as you grow as a leader. Okay, let's jump into two leadership maxims today. Maxim is a short, pithy statement that is expressing truth. And so I want to give you some short statements that help express truth, and I want to expound on those a little bit for us today. Maxim number one is don't allow circumstances to dictate atmosphere. Don't allow circumstances to dictate atmosphere. Let me give you a living example of this. Uh, my staff at my local church is uh, 
I've got a few Spanish-speaking staff, um, Puerto Ricans on my staff. I've got a Cuban on my staff. I've got uh, two black uh, women on my staff, a number of Caucasians on my staff. We all come from a variety of backgrounds. And I realize uh, I've got also got immigrants on my staff from uh, uh, um, Australia. But what I realize is, is in this racial tense time, that there is a particular attention that I need to give to the black and brown community on my staff. I love them very much. I care about them. I care about the quality of their lives. I care about the quality of their emotions. And for some in this racial tense moment as a nation, I know that the kind of news stories that are coming out and the kind of realities that are happening affect some of my staff in a variety of ways. And so just last week, I sat down with two of the black females on my staff and just asked them, how are you doing? I care about you. I love you. I I recognize that what's going on might have a negative impact upon you. And I'm I'm wanting to, to know, can you help me know how to love you better? And what I didn't want to do was allow the circumstances that are outside of our control to dictate the atmosphere of our office environment. I know that there are days of grief and sadness, days of anger and, and frustration, and I get that. But I want to find a way in that environment, in that atmosphere, to not allow the circums to be the primary uh, influencer, but let relationships and love and hope and joy and connection and community and empathy be more influential than these circumstances that are outside of my control. And so a leadership maxim that I want for you, friends, is for you not to allow circumstances to dictate atmosphere, whether that atmosphere is an office environment, whether that atmosphere is a personal environment in your own heart, or whether that environment is a relationship with someone else, or whatever it may be. Maybe it's your home, your family, your marriage, your parenting. Don't allow circumstances to dictate atmosphere. And one of the things that I do is when I recognize that that is actually what's happening, circumstances are dictating atmosphere, I ask myself this question. Why are these circumstances affecting me or this environment so deeply? Why are these circumstances affecting me and this atmosphere in such a significant way? If I can, again, again, get behind whatever it is you initially brush up against and and know that there is a, you know there's someone behind the curtain what is it behind this that I can get in touch with that's deeper then it will really allow you to do a few things which I think will help you alter the atmosphere it will allow you to step up in identity this is how you don't allow circumstances to dictate atmosphere step up in your identity Last week, when I met with these two awesome, lovely, powerful, smart uh, black ladies on my staff, I wanted to step up in my identity. Did I feel unsure? I did. Did I feel a little insecure? I did. Was I afraid of being judged? A little bit. And I told them that. At the end of the day, though, I have to step up in my identity. I'm the leader of my organization. I'm a much-loved son in God's kingdom. I am a faithful lover. I am worthy of being trusted. I really care about these ladies. I think I'm their friend. And I want to step up in identity. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. Secondly, lead with integrity. Lead with integrity. Be honest. Do what you say you're going to do. Be a great listener. Uh, Take care of other people. 
uh, do the things that are uncomfortable and don't just coast along. So one of the things for me in leading with integrity, again, just talking about this conversation I had with these two ladies last week, is that I'm considering doing with my staff uh, a six-week study on Miles McPherson's book, The Third Option, which is really how does a culture of honor address the race relationships that we are facing, the racial tension that we are experiencing. I can't control what's happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, or Milwaukee, or Portland, or Seattle, or even my town, but I can influence and have a direct impact upon my staff and upon my place of work. So lead with integrity. The third uh, practice you can do to not allow circumstances to dictate atmosphere is to inspire with godly confidence. Inspire with godly confidence. This is not Pollyannish rhetoric. This is actually doing the hard work that fosters confidence in others, that it inspires others as well to confront the uncomfortable conversations, to do the hard work, to be deep lovers of other people. You can listen to episode 92, the previous episode where I talked about confidence and how do we build confidence? How do we grow in confidence? If you can inspire your team, your organization, your family, your marriage, your friends with godly confidence and you lead with integrity and you step up in identity because you're getting in touch with the deeper matters about why these circumstances are affecting you so then you will not allow circumstances to dictate your atmosphere. Okay, you ready for the second maxim? Let's look at it, the second maxim. Bring clarity where there is confusion, direction where there is distraction, focus when things are foggy. Bring clarity where there is confusion, direction where there is distraction, and focus when things are foggy. This is a great maxim. You know, the nature of leadership sort of has a sort of an undertone of chaos to it sometimes. You're making decisions, you're observing data, you're casting vision, you're meeting with people. There's all sort of roles that you take within leadership. We did a series of talks on the art of virtue-based leadership, and we talked about the variety of roles that we play as a leader. And in those roles, you want to bring clarity when there's confusion. You want to bring direction when there is distraction. And you want to bring focus when things are foggy. Now, let me talk about those for a second. Clarity. Clarity is about just asking good questions. It's requiring people to to listen well. It's asking people to reflective listen. You know, I had a conversation recently with a friend where I was bringing, I thought I was bringing clarity to a, a, a very important topic. And they were operating on a different set of data. And so it's why we were missing each other. And to be honest, it brought a little bit of frustration into the conversation. And so I needed to bring clarity. When there's confusion, friends, on your team or in your family, in your relationships, those places where you have leadership influence, then you've got to bring clarity. Do that by asking good questions and listening really well. Direction is about goals and outcomes, You know, think about distraction, dis, D-I-S, and then traction. So it's not distraction, it's distraction. And distraction causes you to lose traction. You can't grip things. Imagine a tire that's just spinning, but you're going nowhere. You don't have any traction to move forward. And this is what distraction does. You spend a lot of energy, you're spinning around, but you're not going anywhere. 
and so you need direction. Direction provides traction. And direction is about redefining the goals and the outcomes. What are we really doing here? What are we trying to accomplish? What are we hoping to see as an outcome and an accomplishment as a result of our leadership, our influence, our freedom, and the position that we have? And so direction is so important to keep you and to keep those around you from being distracted. A focus is about those daily steps, systems and policies and procedures that are rooted in your values, that are rooted in your values. And and focus is so important because things do get foggy. You know, again, I would just go back to my own office environment. I have a very diverse staff. I lead a very diverse uh, Christian church. And focus is so important because what is valuable to uh, my African brothers and sisters, and I mean literally they're from Africa, not born in America, is different sometimes than what's important to my Caucasian Italian friends. And focus allows us to monitor the daily steps and values and policies that are going to really help us grow and really help us be a family and really help us accomplish some beautiful and important things together. So bring clarity where there is confusion. Bring direction where there is distraction. Bring focus when things are foggy. How do you bring clarity? Questions and listening. How do you bring direction? Make sure your goals and outcomes are clear and define them and measure them. And how do you bring focus when things are foggy? Pay attention to the daily steps, policies, processes, systems, procedures that are rooted in your values. Okay, we covered a lot today, didn't we? I feel like these podcasts cover so much material and is really provide, really my goal is to, I want to make you think, that's my hope, is I hope you think about what we're talking about today and that maybe in some way I can inspire for you your own thoughts and your own application and incarnation of these leadership ideas. So thank you for listening today. I don't take for granted the time that you give me each week and I am deeply, deeply appreciative of that time. Would you consider sharing this podcast with a friend? Maybe leave me a review on the platforms in which you're listening. Maybe you want to leave me a comment or send me an email through LanceBain.com. I'd love to hear from you. Hey, hope you guys have an amazing week. And don't forget that uh, even though we're ordinary people, we are going to live extraordinary lives as healthy, hope-filled leaders. I love you guys. Have an amazing week. And I'll talk to you next week on episode number 94.